The following is a hoop ball presentation. What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, David Williams, my co-host, Sam Brewski, and this is Hoop Ball Grizz. All right, guys, we're going to start off. We're going to jump into the uh, game last night, Pelicans-Grizzlies. It was tough to watch. Yep. Jaron Jackson was out on suspension. Brandon Clark was out with an injury. His hip, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And there was no rim protection at all. JV done what he could, but it was when he was out of the game, and even even when he was in the game, the Pelicans were relentlessly attacking the paint. It was, you know, that that was their game plan. They don't have a rim protector. You don't have Jaron Jackson. You don't have Brandon Clark. You got other bigs. That are not really bigs. They didn't have Bruno either. He was right. hurt too. Yeah, Bruno's been out with uh, with some knee issues. Mm-hmm. And you know, not that that Bruno is a big rim protector, but Bruno has length and better than nothing. And he can, yeah. He was Bruno would have been a uh, a nice adjustment or another cog that they could have plugged in there that would have given them a little bit more protection in the paint because it was um, it was just not pretty. And when the Pelicans go small, when they run Melly out there, JV is just not fast enough. He can't keep up with him, and the the Pelicans just pick him apart. I don't. It was it was brutal. That's I, I was kind of hoping that we would get a little revenge in this game after New Orleans came to Memphis hmm. and wore him out in the last game. But it was more of the same in a game where JV should have dominated down low last time because Favors was out and they didn't have anybody that could guard him. He didn't really do it because the Pelicans played small and just kept him off the floor, essentially. Final score of the game, 139-111. And the biggest thing for me, the biggest takeaway from this game, I don't I mean... I don't know that I expected the Grizzlies to win this game. I was hoping for revenge, but with m- missing the people that they were missing in this game, yeah, it was. I knew that it was going to be tough. It was going to be rough because the Pelicans, Pelicans and the Grizzlies both, since mid December, have been two of the hotter teams in basketball. They've both been playing well, and the Pelicans were improving, playing better even before Zion came back, and now Zion's back in the mix. And you add an, an all-star caliber player to the lineup, our projected all-star caliber. We don't know that that's what he's going to be, but he went number one overall, so you would think that that's going to be all-star caliber. Yet to be determined. To be continued. Yeah, he's already crowned. You just ask any other members of the media. That's so dumb. And LeBron is retired in Zion's league now. <clears throat> oh, shit. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> and the the Grizzlies, they fought in this one. There there were um, there were times when it looked like they were going to kind of pull it close. I know they they got it within six, but just didn't with no rim protector. The Pelicans just went 
they just went ham on the paint, man. They they kept attacking, kept attacking, kept attacking, and it just you know snowballed. They didn't look too bad in the second quarter. They had that run. They cut it. Was it six? Because yeah. I thought it was closer than that. I think six is was as close six? as they okay. got. It might it might have. I know it was in single digits for sure. And I was like, well, okay, you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna cut back in this. They're gonna they're gonna you know. They're going to do it. You know, they have a chance of doing this. And then the third quarter was just like, oh, no, they're not. Never mind. Yeah. The the Pelicans came out at half and just punched them in the face. Multiple what, times. What was the run? that like that? The Pelicans had a big run right after half, and I can't bad. remember. Bad. I don't remember. It was but bad, they, bad, They stretched bad. the lead back out. And the Grizzlies just, they didn't have an answer for them. And it's not like, you. I, I'm not going to say that the Pelicans are a better team. You will not hear those words come out of my mouth. But the Grizzlies missing Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson on that's, top of other people. But those, those two mainly, they, it, it is just a tough – they don't have any depth at, at the bigs. I, like, they have three guys, and that's a little bit. But outside of JV, Brandon, and Jaron, they've got – they don't have anybody else that could – because, you know, you're playing – Solomon at the four, he's not a rim protector. No. Kyle Anderson has played the four. And and Kyle's a good defender, but he's not a rim protector. You know, you, you don't have you don't have another guy like in OKC when Steven Adams is you know, when he's not healthy, they got Nerlens Noel that's a rim protector. So, you know, it, it's there's not a guy on that bench right now that you say Okay, if these guys are out, this is who we got. Anyway, it was. I I figured that this was going to be a tough game for them, and it turns out that it was. Pelicans come away with a win. Grizzlies are still in the eighth seed. They got a two game lead over the Spurs right now, and they've got a tough week coming up. They have a very tough week. They got Monday at home against the Pistons, and then they go on a three game road trip, and they have they're at Dallas minus Luca. But still, Dallas is a good team. And then they are at Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's a that, tough one. That's, that's uh, on the road, those two teams. Dallas has already uh, beat them once this year. And this is this is the first matchup against Philly, right? Yeah, this is the first match. They didn't play them at all in 2019. At all. In the year of 2019. Isn't that crazy? I looked that up. So both of their games from last season were in the 2018 calendar year? Within, within like a week of each other. I gotcha. Like I was like, what? how is that even? I know, because I, I, ha- they... I had to look at it about three times. I was about to call bull on that one. And you'd have been proven wrong. I would have. I would have. Sam would have been like, I got it right here. It's suck right it. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so the, these games... Obviously, the Pistons matchup is winnable at home. No doubt. Jaron got his one-game suspension, served it, done. Now you got the Pistons. Blake Griffin. Out for the I, season. I'm I'm glad. Not I wanted to see Blake Griffin. I'm so not glad. bad. That I did not. Like, I want to see Blake Griffin live. I'm not glad about that. And I'm not glad that he got hurt. But I'm glad that he stopped trying to play through it. Yeah. Because it was bad to watch. Man, it was. Uh, 
I, I couldn't even stand to watch it I, because it was not even it was not Blake Griffin. No, I watched one game where he scored like twenty five. He did Blake Griffin. He did mm. Blake Griffin, and I was like, okay, great, great. This is awesome. That was only that was his only game that he did good. Yeah, because I watched I watched one game and he had like fourteen points, which eh, it's not bad in the NBA, but that's not Blake Griffin. He had like two assists and a rebound, and I that was like into the third quarter. I turned it off. I couldn't even watch it anymore. It was it's awful. like he was just. He was, like he was dragging himself through the game. He was shooting awful. And I'm glad that he decided to shut it down to get this surgery. Yes, it's season ending, but the Pistons were not going to be a playoff team this year, not the way Blake Griffin was playing. And so it's good for him that he shut it down. He can rehab. He's got all he'll have all summer to, to get healthy and then come back next year with a vengeance. So. And I'm all right with that if he does. So. Yeah. Let's uh let let's go. I didn't even run through any stats in the Pelicans game. We'll uh we'll hit these real quick and then we'll kind of look forward to the rest of the week. Uh so Jay Crowder, he had fifteen five, one assist, two steals. Solomon Hill started, played twenty five minutes and didn't really contribute. He was six six points, three rebounds. J V had eighteen and eight with four blocks and a steal. Dylan started off the game decent, but he ended terrible. He was three for fourteen with ten points. He did he filled up the stat sheet and other three rebounds, two assists, a steal, two blocks. So he he was you know, he was out there working, as Dylan always does. John Moran had sixteen and three assists. Very uncharacteristic I was of him. Say, yeah, looking at that, yeah. that that's not him. Yep, yeah, three assists is not not a seven. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> yep. Tyus Jones had ten points, three assists, two steals. DeAnthony Melton, seven and then ones across the board. Kyle Anderson had fourteen and six with two blocks. Josh Jackson got significant playing time. My man. And you've been freed. I, I know it was like injuries and the suspension, but I'm just glad to see that he got the time and I hope this continues. As a Grizzlies fan, I want to see what they have. I'm not convinced that Josh Jackson re-signs with Memphis, although he's not really indicated that he's had any issue with the way that the that the organization has handled. You know, when when he was asked the questions, he said everything has went along. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but basically everything has went exactly how they would tell him. But again, we just don't know. We didn't hear it. We don't know what uh, what they got, what what the plan was, but. Here he is. He's here now, and I'm glad that he got, you know, he played 28 minutes in this game. Obviously, if you got a healthy Brandon Clark and a healthy Jaron Jackson, he's not seeing that many minutes. But maybe as, you know, we're waiting on Brandon to get healthy and come back, we'll see Josh get some more minutes and earn his way in the lineup like Melton did, you know, because beginning of the year, Goodrich was eating up all of those minutes and not really producing and it took Ja going down for those few games after falling on that cameraman to get Melton in there. And then it's all been Melton running away with it. Diamond in the rough. Yep. Oh. The. Okay, so I, I had a conversation. And. All right. It's been a while ago, but there was talks about Dylan Brooks. Dylan. And his contract. He's coming up on free agency. And we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I want to I want to ask you, Sam, because I, I talked to somebody about this on Twitter, mm-hmm. and there there was a pretty good conversation about it. But what what is your number 
on Dylan after his recent stretch. Take this Pelicans game. He had a rough game against the Pelicans. But take the Pelicans game out of it. With what Dylan has done through January, he averaged, and I apologize, I had these numbers, and for whatever reason, they're not here right now. But Dylan averaged 20-plus points a game in January, and he was shooting about 50% from the field. Mm -hmm. He was efficient. What is your what's your number for Dylan? Like, where do you draw the line? It, if Contract another wise. team if another team comes in and they're like, "We're gonna offer you X amount if you're the Grizzlies," where do you stop? And he's not making anything right now, right? No, no, he he's on like rookie contract. There, I don't. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. I could pull it up here. Matter of fact, like 1. I will. It's like one point five or something. Yeah, like it's that. it's less than two million for sure. Yeah, I would say. Let me let me hear this real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll see. But I think I believe because we talked about it the other day, we came up in conversation. Not like we talked about it, but yeah, I think it was one point five or one point seven or something something similar to that. Yeah, it's it's not much yeah. right now. And he you know, obviously he deserves it. He's one point six million. Yep, okay. That's yeah. right. I was right there, right had it I had it yeah, I knew sandwiched. It, I knew that it was less yeah. than two. I didn't know exactly, but one point six is where he's sitting at right now. So if you're we're we're playing uh armchair GM <laughs> and we're gonna see let's say for example Whoever, doesn't matter. Milwaukee Bucks come in and they offer Dylan four years at whatever. Like what's your line? What where where do you say, okay, he's not worth this. I'm not going above this line. Where's it at for you? I don't you? know, seventeen sticking in my head. You think seventeen a year? Se yeah, seventeen is sticking in my head. Don't know why, but it is. So four years at seventeen million, you're what is that? That's sixty, about sixty-eight, around seventy million dollars, something like that. Yeah, I don't know that I go that high on him. Really? It's because twenty-six popped in my head first, and I was like, no, no. Nah, and then seventeen no popped in my head, and I was like, seventeen sounds good. That's max. That is no ifs, ands, buts about it. That's it. So the the conversation like that, that we were having on Twitter, there were a lot of kind of back and forth. Some people, I was actually surprised at the range that that I saw on there. But um, one person said, kind of like similar to Jonas, the contract that Jonas got, you 16, know, sixteen, fifteen, fourteen. Yeah, kind of a um, a descending, but averaging out to around fifteen million a year. I love Dylan Brooks. I've been hard on him on the show. I've I've talked probably as much crap Mad about Dylan. Trash. I have because yeah. he has been and up and down. Okay. <laughs> but in in January he showed, or he has shown, he showed. <laughs> uh, you know, he he showcased. Hey, this is what I can be. And it wasn't a short sample size. It was over the course of a month that he done this. Do I think that Dylan is going to average 20 over the course of a year? Man, I don't know. I'm not convinced that he's that guy. But there's a lot of things about him that I like. And I have a hard time letting him walk away because of how young he is, man. 
I may overpay him a little bit. The Grizzlies have overpaid worse people before. You uh, know, yeah, they have. Yeah, they, they they really have. And this front office has been better so far. We're you know we're young into it. We're just getting started with this new front office. But tell me a guy who are you going to go get for fifteen million a year? That's going to bring to the table what Dylan's bringing to the table. Younger guy. Still has time. He can still develop, and to you know, he can still become better than what he is right now. I believe that he's good on the defensive end. He works hard on the defensive end, and he wants that tough defensive assignment. Mm-hmm. He wants to go out there and guard the best player on the other team. And I try to look through to see, like, to get comps of, okay, who who am I going to compare Dylan Brooks to, and their contract. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know who to go with there. I didn't really have one person. I was kind of, I was looking at guys like Buddy Heald, right? Mm -hmm. So, Buddy Heald is obviously a better offensive player than Dylan Brooks at this point. Yeah. But there's nothing you can say to me that's going to convince me that Buddy Heald is better on the defensive end. Nothing. If you did, you, I'd be lying. Like if the, I did, you, I'd be lying. There we go. You, you can bring an argument to me, no. but but I've watched plenty of Kings games because they're on they're on the West Coast. The with NBA League Pass, you get to watch the Kings quite a bit if you want to. Rashawn Holmes, love him. Let's go. He's so hurt I, right now. I like I like De'Aaron Fox. I like watching the Kings play. But Buddy Hill is not the defender that Dylan Brooks is, and Buddy Hill's getting paid. And I'm not sitting here trying to convince you that that Dylan Brooks deserves an extension like what Buddy Hill would get, twenty six million. Well, he like, got more than that, didn't he? I'm not, man. I I don't know. It's I mean we can pull it up again, but it's not. Well, it's not where I. It's not going to show it. Uh, like yeah, I don't. It doesn't. Not, it doesn't matter because no. I'm not trying to argue that he deserves what Buddy Hill is getting. But if if I'm Dylan Brooks' agent, that's who I'm looking at. Like I that that would be I'd be like, okay, you know, here he is in Sacramento. This is what he got, and okay, I'll give you that he's a little better offensively. But don't even talk to me about defense. Two bet like two way player wise, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is head and shoulders better than Buddy Hill on the defensive end of the floor. And like to me it's not even close. And so it's really, really obviously when you're speculating stuff like this, it's hard to draw a line of, okay, this is where we're gonna be, this is what we need. But I think Dylan Brooks is exactly what the Grizzlies need. They need somebody on the wing that can shoot the ball from deep. And they can create their own shot. And Dylan's been doing that. He's driving to the bucket. He's taking mid-range shots. I love mid-range shots. He, he, you know, obviously he has areas that he has to improve on. But, I don't know. I th- This is going to be... This offseason is going to play a very crucial part in what this rebuild ends up being. You have to, the trade deadline, we're five days away from the trade deadline right now. Trade deadline is Thursday. 
they there's still been basically no moves. Jeff mm-hmm. Teague is the only move that has been made. Willie well, Cauley Stein. I was about to say there's a, there not really any big yeah, ones though. Th- there's not been much of anything. Been a lot the, of talks. Yeah, like Tristan Thompson and Kevin and Drummond and yeah. Kevin Love, not like Durant and Kevin. Yeah, Love. but th- there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of talks, but there hasn't been anything. There's not been any kind of solid. Hey, th- this is going to go down. We're we're certain that this is going to go down. And the Grizzlies have pieces that they can move. Pieces that I expect. I mean, obviously Iguodala, I don't I don't see how we get past the trade deadline and he is still on the Grizzlies payroll. Trade him for Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Kyle Kuzma, okay. I'm kidding. I was kidding. Fine, Sam. Fine. I was kidding. You want my opinion on Kuzma? <laughs> if Kyle Kuzma played for any other team in the league, he would not get near the publicity. No. Kyle Kuzma is a below-average NBA player. He's still young. He could still develop. But Kyle Kuzma gets entirely too much attention because of the team that uh, he plays that's for. because he's in Los Angeles. And that's exactly right. There were Grizzlies fans on Twitter being like, Give me Kuzma. Give me like he's a generic Dylan Brooks. There's, dude. Pe- there's people out there actually that, saying there, that. Well, yeah, because he's in L.A. and he's in the spotlight, and you know he's playing with LeBron. That. Like, dude, he can score, but it's just a generic Dylan Brooks. That's a good way to look at it. That's all he is. That's a good That's way it. to look at it. He's not. He's not the defender that Brooks nah. is. He's bigger than Brooks, yeah. but he he's he's not the defender of, of like Dylan Brooks. And their offensive numbers are essentially the same. Dylan, I think, maybe slightly better this year. I'd have to pull Kuzma's numbers up. But it's basically the same player. That that's so you put Dylan Brooks on the, the Lakers and he's gonna be getting gassed up like Kyle Kuzma. I'd kinda like to see that just for the time being. That'd be kinda <laughs> neat. That'd be kinda neat. Just I don't saying. want I don't want Dylan No, to I don't leave, want I yeah. want Dylan to go over there for like a couple days, get gassed up, then come back. Yeah, but it's there are a lot of moves that can be made here, and there's been a lot of banter back and forth of what should or shouldn't the Grizzlies give up. And I've said it once; I'll say it a million times. I don't believe for one second that this team is a legitimate championship contending team this year, regardless of what kind of moves you can make and who you can add to this roster. I don't think that there is one or even two players that you can add to this roster because of the youth of this roster that would mm-hmm. make them a championship contending team this year. Nope. So for the love of gravy, don't please do, do not move away from this rebuild. You you drafted well. You hit the jackpot with Jaron Jackson, and you got the best player out of this year's draft. They got the two best players out of this year's draft. Well, That's excuse, let, let, let me take that. Let, that. let me rephrase that. Where they got Brandon Clark is probably the best, the best value. There. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, That's, I'll what give you that. That's what and I meant. That's what I meant. Not the like, he's not better than Zion. No, not bashing anybody. But I mean, Zion's played six games, bro. So, I know. Like Zion's <clears> doing good though. But he, of course, Brandon's is, doing good is, too. Of course, he is. I know, but he's not. I'm not saying that Clark is Zion, but. Like they do, they they got two of the better rookies out of this draft class. Yep. Where they get and, drafted and, at, they got the best best value, absolutely. Yeah. 
Oh, it, so it, Dylan and Kyle Kuzma numbers. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma, 13 points exactly. He did have a good game a couple nights ago. Just yeah. Now. But, well, his last night, excuse me. He had thir- his th- average is 13 points and 1.6 threes. Well, Dylan is 16 points. Mm-hmm. And two point two threes. You got their field goal percentage. And I do stuff not have up? that. It is being dumb, 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 dumb. But I can get it. So stand by. It's like that sometimes. It is. I tell you what. I'll get Dylan's field goal percentage. Okay, you get I Kuzma's. Get, I will get Kuzma. But like that. That's what I'm saying. It's depending on which roster you're on. It makes a difference about how much attention you get. If you're playing in New York, if you're playing in Los Angeles. If you're playing for these teams that are on TV all the time because of the market that they're in, you're going to get more, like, it's going to be more exposure for you. And that's all it is. It's just people are more exposed to uh, Kuzma than they are Dylan Brooks. Outside of Grizzlies fans, there's probably not a ton of people that know who Dylan Brooks is because he plays in a small market. Yep. You got Kuzma's field goal percentage? I did 43%. Dylan Brooks, 42.9. Da, 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 da. So, I mean, like, Kuzma's going to average more rebounds. Uh, like 4.3. That's his rate. So, 3.4. That's what I thought. It's not that. Assist or two. 2.1. are better for Dylan. He's got one. Yeah. Dylan's Kuzma. averaging a steal and a half a block a game. Okay, the blocks are the same. Steals, it's only point three for Kyle Kuzma. So I'll take Dylan Brooks. Every Thank day you. of the week. In a landslide, I'm not interested in, in your wannabe slim shady haircut, Kuzma. Keep it in that Los Angeles. Looked awful. <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, oh my gosh. You realize Brandon's probably gonna be super mad because we're hating on his dude right now. Sorry. Right? We love you, Brandon. We do. Our friend Brandon is a Lakers fan, and he loves Kyle Kuzma. And that's fine. Be a fan of your team. Lo- love the players on your team. That's what it's about. It's hard to love that team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. They're... Anyway. I'm All not right, going to so get into mo- that. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. We are going for the next game. So, I didn't even... I'm slacking. I'm so disoriented like I don't even know what's going on right now this last week has been absolutely insane it's been crazy like work has been nuts and then like all of the stuff with like just everything everything I'm still just Grizzlies are 24 and 25 moving into this next week three games next week one at home two on the road the first one is against the Pistons the Pistons Sammy what you got over there I've got as usual, the all-time sets, which we just did cover the Pistons. They just played them, like, last week, mm-hmm. week before, you know, yep. something like Grizzlies that. Grizzlies took care of business. So, and they did. Mm-hmm. And they actually improved their record, the all-time record. They were 20 and 26. Now they're 21 and 26. Let's That's go. what happened. Math is cool. <laughs> <laughs> and their last 10, they're still 5 and 5. It's weird because they were 5 and 5 the last time, and I I counted, I'm like 5 and 5, and I got to, I was like, oh, there's a win. You take the win off, but they still, okay, okay, I got it, I got yeah. it. And, of course, their last series win was in, you know, the 2015-16. I have all that. And, and, actually, the last win, it was, well, it was just the 24th. 24th of this month. Huh. Look at that. 125-112. Yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. 
So th- this game, this is the one game this week. Like this is like a have to win game for them. Yeah. Right. The Grizzlies are playing at home. And the other two teams that you're going to play this week are playoff teams. And those matchups are going to be tougher. Dallas is weaker without Luka. So that helps. That helps the Grizzlies. But this Pistons team is... They're they're just hurting. They've not really been good all year. And, I mean, the odds of Drummond being gone before Monday are pretty slim. Yeah, but I don't see that the, happening. That, uh, the trade deadline is closing, so there's no, you know... Who knows? Maybe a trade breaks out Monday and, you know, Drummond is there, but he doesn't play because he's getting shipped out after the game. I bet you he wouldn't. I, I bet he doesn't even sit out there with him. He'll sit in the locker room or go, yeah, go to I Hooters mean, or something. Yeah. Hey, he'll, walk, cool. he'll walk down to Hooters and sit there. I'll meet him. I will, let's, too. Will you sign this, please? Give me some <laughs> uh, smoked Caribbean jerk wings, please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So winnable game. That's um, we had a uh, D Rose is going to be the uh, the star for the Pistons if Gosh. Drummond is gone, and that's, that's crazy he's to ha- say, man. He's having a good year, man. Yeah, he, he really is. is. So come back, kid. He's the spark plug off of the bench, and he's embracing the role. So, why we'll uh, the Grizzlies will have Jaron back? Jaron will be back off of the suspension. Goodrich off of his suspension. And then the uh, the hip injury on Clark, I don't know. I didn't. I looked to see, but there were no indications that he is going to miss extended time with this. So maybe he's back for it, this game. It didn't say so. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, they got a couple days off before it, and they they travel after this. So maybe you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Brandon. But even if Brandon doesn't play with Jaron coming back. And everybody else is pretty healthy. I like the Grizzlies' chance in this game. Yeah. Yep. So moving on, the next game is Wednesday in Dallas. Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, this one's a little rough. I remember because we looked at that that head to head. Yeah, this one, Dallas. This and, one's bad. Yeah. What's the dark years? Tw- Twenty nine and sixty six. Yeah. Dallas. It's it's bad. <laughs> All those years at Dirk was yeah, in Dallas. I mean, they were just the, that's a big just thing. smacking. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was a big thing, right? There. Yeah. Well, their last ten, they're five and five. Uh, that's respectable, I'd say, especially now. Um, last series win was the two. Actually, it was eighteen nineteen season. They won three to one. Hmm. Let's go. Yeah. And their last win was uh, last se- uh, Obviously, last season it was uh, April fifth. 2019 at Dallas yeah. they beat them at da- you can do it again beat them at you Dallas you can do it you can do it because Jonas was hurt already I think then never mind you totally can do it now you got this let's go Memphis is 10 and 12 on the road and Dallas is not really that they're a better road team than they are a home team their home record is 13 and 12 and Dallas's road record is sixteen and seven. Hmm. Wow. Impressive. So my Dallas minus Luca is trash. I, <laughs> no, they're not. I wouldn't go that no, far. I was, I was kidding. They, they still got some talent. I was in that kidding. <laughs> no. 
All right, so then we go. We move on from Dallas, and then Friday they travel to Philadelphia. The 76ers. Yeah. Yep. This one is pretty cool. This this one's pretty neat because we haven't had one of these. They are 23 and 23. 500 against the Sixers. They are. Their last 10, take a guess. Six and four. Eight and two. Holy crap. Get smoked and bead, smack, smoogled. Uh, I mean, that kind of makes sense, though, because, you know, the, the process, Philadelphia yeah. was bad. Well, yeah. Bad. And they only played two games a year, so. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yep. Their last win, this is the one where it was 11-10-18 in Memphis. And That's because they, they didn't play at all into that. That's isn't man. that crazy? When I saw that, I had to look. Cause both of them had eighteen dates, and then I looked, <laughs> and I looked at, and I looked at this, and I looked at the schedule this year, and I was like, and all these say twenty. I'm like, what the heck? I was like, some Twilight Zone something or other. I would but, have one hundred percent. Like I, we're sitting here, so I knew that you had looked it up and you had the research. But if we had just been mid conversation, you'd been like, "Ah, oh, they didn't play at all in 2019." I'd have been like, mm, "Lies, bro. Bull There's crap. no way. You you didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to have missed something." But but no, I looked. Yeah, they it both had sense. 18. They both had 18 at the end of it, and I was like, "What the heck?" It was like November and December, I believe. And then this one, of course, is this month, and then uh, the it's the second to last. Yeah, oh, it's their la- I think actually that's their last home game this year. I think that's right. Yep. Yeah. It's the second to last game, mm-hmm. and it's on yep. a Monday. So that's going to be um, – they, they got two games back-to-back there, and then they, they're still in a row. It's a three-game road trip. And where the, do they go to Washington after on that? On Sunday. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything on the Washington game. Really, I've bit. got. The, I've got. I've got a little bit. You got okay. And this one, you're really gonna. This is another that we've never had a winning record. Ah, uh, twenty-five and twenty-one against the Wizards. Yep. And their last yeah. ten, they're four and six. So you think I mean, Bradley Bill's gonna be on a mission though, because he got snubbed? Man, I tell you, I feel bad right. for anybody that gets in his way. So let's hit this up. Right, it's a Grizzlies podcast, but I gotta get. Let, let me preface this with Sam and I are basketball fans. We all we we have told you that. Bradley Bill and John Wall, that's two of the players that Sam that they're two of his favorite players. Yep. So you got the, the lineup for the East All Stars. I can get it. Pull pull it up. Who do you think Bradley Bill should be in this lineup over? looked at I, it yesterday and I was like you totally take this guy out. I don't I don't disagree necessarily like so I I know you have to have positions or whatever. Like I won't disagree with you that he should be an all-star, but I was looking at the lineup and I don't know who Chris you really, Middleton. Man, I don't know. I I'm not sure that I take him over Chris Middleton like I, I I do Christmas. I know, like I know, it's a personal thing yeah. for you, and and Bill has been balling out, and he has. And it's not like Middleton's not been. He hasn't been doing bad, but Bradley Bill's been doing better. I I you know I'll tell you who I was surprised to see in that lineup, not because of what he's doing this year, because he's doing well, but. I was really surprised that Jimmy Butler was on there. After all that, like the crap that he talked with the All Star game. Yeah. I just, 
man, I I don't know. I I could not believe that he was on there. I figured if I was to take one guy off, because you're looking at a guard, basically, like Middleton's a forward, and so Bill and Middleton don't play the same position, so you wouldn't replace Middleton with Bill. So you're looking at guards. And which guard are you taking out of that lineup? And when when I look at these All-Stars, Jimmy Buckets, man. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that, that I, would be that would be the one, but he's he's playing well too. His points, like he's not averaging as many points as Bradley Beal, but he also has weapons around him that Beal doesn't have. Yep. Beal has to be the number one guy there. I, I agree with that. There's so th- this is the issue that like Devin Booker didn't get in in the West, right? And that's a, in my opinion, that's a bigger crime than Bradley Beal not getting in. The West is just loaded with guards. It's it's ridiculously loaded with guards. Yeah, I was about to say because everybody right here, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> who do you take out? So, West, Westbrook. Maybe Westbrook, Donovan Mitchell. I, Mitchell's having a great year. I know year. that's what I'm saying. Chris Paul and Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. I, Chris Paul has got an OKC team that everybody thought was going to be a cellar dweller, sitting in the seventh seed. Look at them. You know, I mean, it, it is. I will say this: the some of the things that really tick me off about the all-star voting is the people that are doing it as a joke. Like Alex Caruso getting all-star votes. Get out of my face. I wouldn't taco fall getting all-star votes. Bowl bowl. Like people (laughs) voted for these guys as a joke. Like use your vote for somebody that actually Devin Booker deserves to be in this all-star game. 100%. But instead of Devin Booker getting in, we're going to waste all these votes on Alex Caruso, who's averaging three points a game or something. Do you remember a few years ago when everybody voted for Zaza Pachulia when he was with the Warriors? It's because of where he was at, man. Exactly. And that's like, before you click on your vote, before, like, yes, it's a fan vote. You can vote for whoever you want to vote for. Be smart about it. Like, just look at the players. Are you really going to sit back and tell me that a dude that's getting like eight minutes a game as the 10th man on the Los Angeles Lakers deserves to be in the All-Star game over Devin Booker? Taco Fall, who has played like, what, two games? If that, game and a half. (laughs) Deserves, like, over Bradley. Like, come on, man. You guys are smarter than that. Mm, I hope you are anyway. But And if you're not smarter than that, stop freaking voting. Just put the phone it. down and walk away. Unplug it. The, it's Don't even charge yeah, it. Yeah, get out of here with that crap, man. That's what they should they should change the way the All-Star vote works. I think that the All-Stars should not be selected by the public. That's what I think. I think didn't they used to do it? Like the All Stars get selected, and then the public gets to vote out of who won the All like the All Stars that are selected, who gets to be the starters. That's what I think should. Happen. I'm alright with that because yeah. when you take that away, then you get rid of all this crap. 
guys like Devin Booker don't get snubbed because people are wasting votes on Alex freaking Caruso. And Bradley Bell, too. You know, same thing. It's a, like, and, and Taco Fall's not, like, his vote's not going to take away from Bradley Bill. But it, that stuff is dumb, man. It's so freaking, and I get that it's funny. Like, I understand, oh, I'm going to vote for Caruso. <laughs> like, I get that it's funny. Like, I know why you're doing it, but stop it. Like, the there's nothing, like, look at Devin Booker's numbers and compare them to some of the guys in history of, of what they're doing Michael Jordan's MVP seasons, Devin Booker's numbers right now are right in line with seasons that Jordan won the MVP, and he's not even a freaking all-star. The system is flawed. Fix it. There's a bug in your system. System, get it fixed. All right. Sorry. We, we went away from the Grizzlies a little bit. It's all right. It's basketball. If you're listening to the show, you love basketball anyway. That's right. I hope you do. Hopefully you don't like football. There, I, I'm going to go back into the All-Star stuff a little bit, though. Uh-oh. NBA, call Jaron Jackson. He needs to be in the three-point contest. He's still waiting on it. Give him a call. Call him up. I hate Hit to, him up on Twitter. Ja's not going to be in the dunk contest. That's fine. I understand. I yeah, want him to be healthy. Yeah, well, he doesn't need I, to break yeah, anything. I, I'd be scared that he try to... Well, you jump over a freaking semi or something. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, I he'd do something into Lake Michigan or who knows. It'd there's be, no talent. Yeah, but there's still skill stuff. The Rising Stars game. The Grizzlies got three guys. Grizzlies got three guys in the uh, Rising Star. Brandon, Ja, Ja, and Jaron. Yep. Okay. Good. Yep. Well, that's all that matters. Jonas needs to be in it too. Just saying. And the, the world versus USA is kind of tired. That's I'm. Mm, nah, I'm not going down that one. I'm not. It, there's there's guys that are in this game that do not deserve to be in this game, and the only reason that they are in this game is because of the format of the game. That's it. I'm not going to dig into it. I'm just going to stop right there, but I don't like that either. And, dude, I'm being super toxic. I'm done. I'm done complaining. It hurt my feelings. Toxic. I'm catching it. I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> killing Sam. <laughs> All right, guys. I've got nothing else for today. Sam, you got anything else? No, I don't think I do. I think we've covered pretty much everything. All right, yeah. guys. Yep, that's it. I'm yeah. going to hit you up right now. Go to the website, hoop-ball.com forward slash newsletter. If you have not already signed up, do get it. it done. Do it. Be like Nike. No. And no. just do it. I didn't do no. it on the last one. No. Just for you. So, hoop-ball.com forward slash newsletter. The leader over here at Hoop Ball, Mr. Ambruski, he puts out a newsletter. The only way that you can get this content, 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 kind of, I can't English talk is today. hard. It is. It's tough. I'm struggling. The only way you can get the content, go to the website, hoop-ball.com forward slash newsletter. The Bruise Letter. Sign up for it, guys. Covering all 30 teams. Great stuff. Some fantasy tidbits. It's it covers literally everything. If it, if you have a favorite team, which I'm sure you do, it's on there. He's got news. It's good. It's gold. Just do it. Get it. One more time. Hoop-ball.com forward slash newsletter. Sign up. It takes no time at all. It's like 10 seconds. You type your email address in. Boom, you're done. Done. Finished. That's all we got for today, guys. You can find the show on Twitter at... 
Hootball Grizz. I am at DWill2111. Sam? I am at Sammy B1118, capital S, lowercase a, M M Y, capital B, 1118. All right. Thanks for listening. Until next time, go Grizz. Go Grizz. Yay, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.